Stay tuned now for Pomo Perspective. Listen to the voices of the First Nations. Mm-hmm. Listen to the voices of the First Nations. Calling out the messages of the earth and sky. Telling us what we need to know in order to survive. Listen to the voices of the First Nations. And good morning. This is Alicia Bales live in the studio. And on the phone is Michael Hunter, the tribal chairman of the Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, and I'm here in Lake Tahoe enjoying myself. I've been hiking a lot of these mountains over here with my buddy. I have no clue where I'm hiking, to be honest with you. All I know is there's no trails, and the ground that I'm walking on is very new. And as I walk on there, I'm trying to find my feet. And it reminded me of when I'm over on the forest and I'm running on the beaches and the mountains. And I like to run when I'm out there and play in the hills. And just really reminded me of that, that you're out here just playing. I, and I remember not having my footing down out there in the forest, in the Jackson Demonstration State Forest. So out here, it was like brand new. And I am just turned 48, just the, the 14th, and experiencing something brand new, like your whole body, your feet, because you don't know if you're really going to fall in. You know, and as you're walking, you get comfortable. You do up to your waist. You're like, oh, my gosh. So I'm just out here exploring. Wanted to share some of that vibe with you guys and let you know that uh, trying to continue to expand my mind. I hope everybody else is doing the same. That was long-winded. How are you doing, Alicia? I'm pretty good. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day, too. Right. It's an auspicious birthday. My mom turned 75 on the 18th. Wow. Really? You're both four days apart? Yeah. That's pretty cool, huh? Lots of parties. I used to, uh, for Valentine's Day, when I would, ne- I just never had to buy Valentine's Day presents for the most part because it was my birthday, and my mom taught me that birthdays trump holidays. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so she would good. say, yeah, so she, only Valentine he needs to buy is one for me. Said, yeah. The Mother's Day, the same. Well, he only has one mother. So I've been taught differently, but yeah, I love my holiday. I think it's my birthday more than it is Valentine's Day, I think. I don't know. To each his own. Yeah. If it's your birthday, you would understand. Some of us celebrate a birthday week or a birthday month. I know. I, I, I don't know what I celebrate. I feel like I'm, I'm in a continuous celebration, to be honest with you. I'm constantly exploring to celebrate. You know, that's the game. So yeah, I always feel like I always feel like every day is my birthday until it isn't. Then I notice those days. Don't get me wrong. You know, after exploring out here, it, the the land is so rugged and it's snowing and it's just a whole different uh, world. Even though I'm a pretty outdoors kind of person, and it really does broaden your mind and your senses because you're feeling things that you've never felt before. And I'm I'm really. I'm, I'm kind of like in an awe moment right now, to be honest with you, and I've been waiting to talk to you today. I'm just like, wow, what is this? What is this? I'm walking on this ground, and I don't know what it feels like for my first time. And that ground could really, you know, 
drop in about, you know, three, four feet because it's snow. And so you're trying to get, become one with the earth as you're walking so you're not heavy. And you start to realize that, you know, <clears throat> we're all in this together. We're all in this together. And I start thinking about just exploring outdoors and start wondering if that's, it's become my answer for me in many of the things I'm doing in life. And I wonder if we've got more people in the outdoors hiking and visualizing and seeing and becoming, you know, stimulating and stimulating your mind by just watching and walking um, out there in those forests. And I think we have, we have our last um, Jackson Demonstration State Forest. I don't even like calling it that because I don't even know what that name Jackson is. I don't even know who named that. So probably some, somebody else, you know, yeah. wasn't from Native Americans. So it's hard for me to keep saying that. But I know that's what everybody knows it as. And we have our last uh, two, two walks that we do out there, um, the 27th, which is Sunday, and the 28th is coming Sunday and Monday. And we kind of, the experience has been really uh, evolving. So when I first went out there, it was more like rally, rally, let's get together. we got to do this, kind of pump up. I'm an athlete, so I played a lot of sports. So before a game, you're trying to pump yourself up. Then the second time I go out there, my mother's out there, Calvi's out there, and people are healing from this earth, and it's amazing. It's an, it's an amazing transformation that I'm seeing. I've never seen this before, and I'm in it, and I'm watching, and I'm paying attention, and it's slow to me. I'm taking it all in, just, just enjoying great people outdoors in a great community. It's amazing. So we change the – we change the uh, – the titles to the flyers, you know, and now we're more of, we're, we're trying to lean more towards cultural and spiritual because that's what it's becoming. It's not something I came up with. That's just what I'm watching. I've got to watch a few elders and a few young people really hear their, heal their souls out there. And I've seen it, witnessed it. So we're changing it up. We're changing the vibe. We're just trying to get people out there. You know, we're not asking you to protest. We're not asking you to do anything. Just come out and see for yourself with your own eyes the destruction that's happening in your backyards if you haven't seen it then you are not doing our county our neighborhood our homeland our area any justice you know i've been thinking about a lot about why senator mcguire has not come out there it, it just blows my mind why assemblyman would does not come out there. It doesn't blow my mind as much because I, I don't know if he's, I don't see him being um, at one with the earth and being outdoors, to be honest. Seems like more of an office guy, but I don't know. I don't understand why Huffman, Congressman Huffman, isn't out there. This is his district. So when we first started this journey, I put five dates out there, four or five dates out there through two different months for plenty of planning. I reached out to all their staff. It makes it's important to know that I'm in direct contact with their staff, so it's not like it's a lost email somewhere. And I've been just lost for that. I don't understand. So when I started the process, I said to myself, "Okay, we'll take the pictures, we'll take the videos, and for sure, once I show 
Senator McGuire, Assemblyman Wood, Congressman Huffman, they'd have to see that for their own eyes. I'll go do the work. I'll get out there and hike. I'll take the pictures. I'll take the videos. And I'll bring the evidence to them. And I still haven't seen them out there. It blows my mind. Let's just think about this. If someone was to come to you and say, hey, they're clear-cutting hundreds of acres, thousands of acres out there in, in the largest demonstration state forest, and the one they're about to clear-cut next is right in the trails, right there, 50 yards from the roads. And they, didn't believe, and they, they don't believe you, right? You're telling them this. And you say, okay, I'm going to go take pictures and video, and I'm going to send it directly to them. So that you know they can see it. They don't even have to take the time and energy out of their day. They don't even have to put any layers on of different clothes to stay warm out there. I'll do it all for them. And then they didn't show. And I sent them the emails of the destruction. And then they act like it's, I don't see the big picture. And I'm like, wow, it's a pretty big picture. Do I have to blow that picture up for you? It's a pretty big picture. Are you sure you just don't want to stay blind to the issue? And I don't know. I don't know anymore. I really don't. I've heard Congressman Huffman um, say things to other persons, like a reporter, saying, well, it's a state issue. No, it's a land issue. It's a land issue that's in your district. What do you mean by a state issue? Because it's Assemblyman Wood and Senator McGuire's, um, because they're considered state, that's just ridiculous to me. It's our home. It's our backyards. If you don't think the largest state forest that happens to be in your district in Mendocino County, if you don't think that's your issue, then you don't see the big picture. They don't see the big picture. It's not hard. We found the locations. We found the clear cuts. It's 50 yards from the road. If you do not want to see it with your own eyes, it's because you pretend to be blind to it. You want to be blind to it so you don't have to answer for what your eyes really will see. And that's what I see. And I'm worried. I'm worried. I put the uh, flyers out there to encourage them to get out there. Let them know that I'll take them out there by myself if they're embarrassed because they haven't been out there so far. I don't know. I'm really scared. I know mid-April, Anderson Logging is going to start logging Casper 500, and that's the one where I feel the community is going to protect the most out there. And when we say protect, people, you need to understand, these are community people. These are people that work daily. These are teachers, professors, mothers, fathers. They are busy people. They just know that what is happening in their backyards is not okay. And if other representatives like McGuire, Wood, Huffman would get out there and just see for their own eyes, they would understand what we are saying. We are not just these radicals. It's crazy to me. We took the pictures, took the videos, set dates for them to come, for everybody to come, the community to come, see what's happening in their backyards. And, and they tell me many reasons why they can't, why they shouldn't, why they shouldn't have to. It's the largest state force in California. How in the heck do you represent the largest state force? See 
the videos, the pictures, hundreds of people out there saying, hey, brothers, come see. All we want you to do is see what we see. We'll show you. We'll feed you. We'll make you feel great. We'll sing songs for you to come out. And they still don't come. And it's because they think we don't see the bigger picture. I don't know what their bigger picture is. I've been in business for a long time. As the chairman of Coyote Valley, I'm also the CEO. We built 29 homes, built a new casino, built a gas station, finished in our hotel, redoing all of our infrastructure so we could have better waste water. And I'm pretty sure they're not doing that. I'm pretty sure they're not busier than me. I'm pretty sure they're not busier in the community that wakes up at 6 in the morning to go out there and do what they do in their gardens to build their lives, their community, their family. Yeah, I don't know. I think we have representatives that are just like all representatives, though. They're in a box. They only see what people are telling them, so they rely on their staff and people they know. And they're only surrounding themselves with people that, are only going to tell them they're doing great things or this is what we're doing to make to improve things. They're not they're not trained. Their eyes aren't trained to go witness it for themselves. And I think that's where we we lose our representatives just disconnecting. And it's not just our representatives. It's our community. I mean, let's be real. A lot of our community claims to be liberal, progressive, everything you want to think of. But yet, they can't make it out there to see the clear-cutting. Give me a break. Even the marijuana growers, even the marijuana families that seem to, that all my friends that I grew up with that are liberals and care about the earth, but that they can't find, a, find time to get out there and see what's happening to their mother earth. But yet they find time for other rituals to become connected with the earth. You don't need those. Come join us. February 27th, between 11 a.m. and 11.30, we meet, we meet at the Jug Handle Reserve Parking. We will take it from there. You don't even have to hike far. We take you to the locations that are only a 50 yards away, half a football field. My mother makes it out there, 75 years old. The woman that's been taking land back, before it became a hashtag, hashtag land back. She's already taken thousands of acres. She's the one of the co-founders of the Intertribal Sinkion Project that manages thousands of acres. You may have seen it in the article. There's LA Times, New York, all those guys were writing about the 500 acres they got. And I was teasing my mom. I said, dang, mom, you didn't get the big... You made, it, you made it mainstream, I was telling her. She said, I know about time, she said. I said, you've already taken thousands of acres. They're just now figuring it out. She said, 500? I know. We're getting another 4,000 in a few months we're working on. Huh, well, I guess it must be new and exciting to them. And she's talking to me real because this has been exciting to her her whole life. This has been her life's work, her and Polly Gervin, her partner. Their life's work. So having those two elders out there, nah, nobody could come up with any more excuses why they haven't made one yet. They're on Sundays and Mondays. It's easy to make it out there. It's beautiful. The community is great. We love it. But 
we recognize. See, we're in a, we're, we have a game plan. We're not just people out there running wild. If you go to www.pomo, P-O-M-O, pomolandback.com, you'll have the next three flyers that we put out to sequence. So, like we said, February 27th or 28th, we'll be out, we'll be out there in the Jackson Demonstration State Forest. We also have, on the 27th, we'll have, well, 26th, 27th, we'll have singers and dancers out there. And we'll also have the Yurok delegation coming. Uh, good friends of mine, we're becoming good family, and we have the same interest, and that's protecting our forests. And they have a lot of forest homelands, so we have a lot of the same interest, and they're willing to come out and help us. So if we could get the Yurok delegation, the whole tribal council, to leave Humble to come up to ours to help us protect our homeland, where are our people? You know, you're telling me Congressman Huffman can't get to the same distance they can? You're telling me McGuire can't drive over there with an hour for him? What? They need to quit listening to people tell them what's happening. They need to witness it for themselves. They have to have their own goals so they can initiate their own goals. We need to stop the logging that is happening before they cut Casper 500. And they're going to cut Casper 500. I believe starting April 4th or April 11th, because there's a clause for the spotting owl. I don't really know what that clause is, but it expires around that time, and that's when they'll start logging. And they've made it clear they're going to log. So what we're going to do is get petitions from all the local McGuire, Huffman, and Wood. And all we're saying is, all we're asking you to do, representatives, is write an email to the California Natural Resources Agency, Wade Crowfoot. He's not Indian, not native. He should change his name for it because he's trying to write it even. Write him a letter and the governor. Let them know that you want a moratorium on logging before they cut Casper 500. Not after. You don't get to be a hero afterwards. And if you can't get out there on the 27th, 28th, we have a march. We'll have a rally, I'm sorry, at the Ukiah Plaza. Do you remember what that's called? I forget the name of that. Alex Thomas. Alex Thomas Plaza. And we're starting at 3 p.m., March 14th. Right? Put that in you guys' calendar. March 14th at 3 p.m. And we're going to get all our petitions together. Remember, this petition is only for signatures in their districts to let them know that the voters in their districts, not online, not people from outside of their district, in their districts, all the way up from Sonoma to Humble, in their districts, to let them know that their voters know that they need to take a stance. And then we need to know that they're going to take that stance. Remember, we have till mid-April if they're going to take that stance. So we're going to show up March 14th. I haven't decided on what that agenda and how we're going to actually deliver that petition yet because I want people to know that the rally on the 14th, we're not angry. We're not mad. We're concerned. Know the difference. We're concerned. So we're going to bring dancers, singers, community members to perform and enjoy each other. Just really enjoy each other and educate each other. And let everybody know in that plaza that, hey, we just have the same interests. And we just want to save our backyard or neighborhood. That's what we're trying to do. So maybe what we'll do is get the youth and maybe some of the tribal elders to deliver the initiative 
though the petition because you have Huffman, McGuire, Wood, all their Huffman, all their offices are at the Ukiah Conference Center, so it's a perfect little walk. But I don't want it to come across as if we're angry or Max. It's not it. It's not our vibe. We just want to stop this logging. We want to protect our backyards, but we need people behind us. But, but, and this is important. This is the one. We'll deliver those petitions. But remember, we gave you two weeks, two months, to come out there and join your community. And you, so far, you have refused. You can't even send a staff person out. That's how much, that's how interested they are not in what's happening out there. Even though you got 150 mothers and fathers and children out there. That's how interested. So if they don't make it out there on that 27th or 28th, we shift our mentality to the 14th, March 14th. And we'll deliver that one petition. But now we know on March 14th, they don't see what we see. They don't feel what we feel. You don't know until you know. And unless they get out there and see it for themselves, they will not know what we're talking about because they're disconnected. They don't understand what we're explaining because they haven't seen it with their own eyes, haven't felt it. But once you come to that conclusion, it's a different mindset. It changes your mindset on what you need to do and how you need to protect it. And I think that they know that. They know once they go out there and see these clear cuts that it changes everything that their staff person told. It changes everything that Cal Fire told them. It changes everything that Crowfoot told them. It changes everything. And they're not ready to, get, to take that challenge on. But we still must challenge them. So the March 14th, if we haven't seen them out there yet, we know we're going to give them that petition. But we know where they stand now. See? We give them that petition to let them know this is how many people we got behind this. We're willing to do the good work for you, representatives, but it's obviously you don't want to represent us. But now we know. Here's the petition. You know how much work we did. We're all volunteers. You know how much work we did. Now we go to the Capitol. That's March 25th. And Greta, what an amazing young person, she called out for a global youth strike. So we're tying our cause onto that because we know that there's a lot of environmental issues out there that need to be heard, need to be addressed. addressed. So my tribe, Tide Valley, other tribes, my friends, we're coming together. We're organizing. And we're going to get everybody out there on those capital steps, the west side. Write this down, March 25th. starts at 1 p.m. That gives you plenty of time to drive over there. It's a long day, but the work is the work. And we're going to have drummers, singers, dancers. It's going to be festive. We're not going to do a where we just speak and talk. It's boring to me. I never enjoyed those. So we're going to have fun. And we're going to get all the different schools and different environmental agencies and groups together to get out there and have their booths so like-minded people could come together and learn the different issues that are going on in California. And we'll have our booth there. We'll have Mama Tree. We'll have Mendocino Trail Stewards. We'll have all the groups and I apologize if I'm missing any. So if anybody calls in later, feel free to mention the groups that are out there doing the good work. You know, you have Earth First. We have a, yeah, Earth. How did I forget Earth First? My people. So we have our group, you know, my friends. Oh, man, they're such a beautiful community. 
So we're going to be over there educating on the 25th. Now, the, the, t- the tone kind of changes because April 4th, April 11th, remember, they're going to cut the Jackson Demonstration State Forest. They're going to log it. So we have a lot of work to do before then. People think it's a long game. This one is a short game. This is the short game. Get in tuned now because this is happening in April regardless unless we're able to get our representatives to stop and to demand a moratorium on the logging until the tribes and that local community over there, and then we could have CAL FIRE sit at that table, but we want to draft that document. We don't want documents drafted and given to us. So we have a lot of work to do. But remember, March 25th, that's our stage now. We invited Senator McGuire to be a key speaker on the largest state forest. They didn't want to sh- we invited Wood. We invited Huffman. They didn't want to show. But we'll see. 27, 28, the last days. We'll see. Now there's no spot for them on our stage over there at the Capitol. They, they, wanted, to, they wanted to stay on the fence. They wanted to be blind to what's happening because they're friends with these agencies. They literally grew up to school with them. Hillsburg High School, as a matter of fact. They're friends. And now they're not going to have that stage. They would have been allowed to be key speakers if they took a stance. They would be allowed to be on that stage and be champions for our forest. We want them to be our champions. But as of now, they've been absent. They've been absent. We don't let champions come late. We most definitely don't let champions come champions something they haven't seen with their own eyes because they don't know what they're talking about. They're disconnected. But this community are becoming the champions. We had like over, I'm going to say, 120. 120. It's hard to do a head count because you're in the moment. But we have a lot of community. And I think if you're friends or if you know Senator McGuire, Assemblyman Wood, Congressman Huffman personally, you should let them know that they are missing out on a great movement something they could champion, something that could become a policy statement for the rest of the forest, and they're missing it because it challenges the very agencies that are telling them otherwise. That's the work. That's what a movement is. You recognize what's wrong. You challenge it. You do what you have to do, and you overcome it, and you fix it for the future. For my grandchildren, I've been asked, you're the tribal chairman of Coyote Valley, why are you out here? And that has to be the most ignorant statement in the world. I'm like, "Um, we lived here until you put us on this land. Until 1957, 1957, when you wanted a lake, Mendocino, you took us off. 1957, my mom lived on that reservation. See, this, we look at this as our land. I don't want to say our land. I don't like, I don't like that word, our land, because land does not belong to us. Let's be clear. We are, we're all in this together. And if anything, this land's going to outlast us. And it will replenish and clean itself. It'll just be without us. So March 25th is our game day. 
We have to do everything we possibly can right now to get enough signatures on that petition so we can show our representatives that we actually have the majority support. We have the interest of our community. We have to do that. Then we have to deliver that March 14th in Ukiah at 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then March 25th, we take our show on the road to the Capitol. And we team up with all the other groups we could get together to come and show one united front with many different interests, but the united front is in the environment and protecting it. I feel like if I was the congressman, if I was the senator, if I was the assemblyman, I would want to champion that. And I feel like being Michael Hunter, the tribal chairman, that they're welcome to champion it. They're welcome. That's what they should be doing. That's what leaders do. But if we have to, we'll do it ourselves. We'll champion ourselves just like we have been. So it's up to them. I don't know. I'm really, I really worry because I don't believe that Cal Fire is the adult in the room. I think they're part of the problem. I know they are. So I worry, and I don't think that our senator, and I just don't believe this, and I'm because of, like I said, they haven't been out here yet. They don't respond to emails. They don't call back unless it's something they want, something they're working on, the low-hanging fruit, the easy stuff. So I have to wonder if we're in on this on our own. And I have to plan the game, lay it out, our strategy, as if we're doing it without them. Why? Because they haven't been there. Why? Because they don't show up when invited. Matter of fact, it's rude. If someone invites you to their homeland, remember this. If someone invites you guys to your to their homeland, you go out of respect. I'm not. I'm the tribal chairman of Coyote Valley. I think every tribal chairperson should have that respect in their communities amongst their representatives. Not only, not just when they want it on the issues they're working on that relate to tribes, but when tribes have their own issues and they reach out to you. I'm elected. They're elected. They say government to government, but yet then they treat, they treat tribal leaders like myself, like we're, like we're not even on the city council board of supervisors. We're just like a committee of some sort. I find that very disrespectful from the representatives. But keep in mind, I'm a big supporter of Congressman Huffman. He's done great things in Indian country. But he's ignored this one. Why? He says it's not, it's not a federal issue. Well, I'm a federal government. Do you not know what tribes are? I'm a sovereign nation. Aren't you, Mr. Congressman, supposed to be the bridge, the liaison, the representative that speaks for the federal government like myself, like our tribe, and be the conduit and the bridge to McGuire and Wood if they don't want to do things that, that, that they don't find attractive, fun? Aren't you supposed to be the one that represents me? 
very confusing that my congressman didn't know that. Very confusing perspective and how far, that, how far we really were when I didn't know that. I didn't know we were that far apart. But when he says those comments, I sit there and go, ah, oh, brother, we are the Coyote Valley Band of Poma Indians. We are a federally recognized tribe, federally recognized tribe. You represent the tribes. And it's in your backyard, brother. I've seen other issues you've taken on that represent Humboldt. A lot of issues up there that you've taken on that that, that have that, that aren't nothing to do with federal. It's it's the land. It's the area you represent. It's not whether it's federal, state. Don't look for a way out. And then I think about Senator McGuire. I like this dude. McGuire's he's excited. You know, he brings a good vibe. He's he's out there working. He's working hard. He is. I see him out there. I follow him on social media. But is he willing to take the stand for what's right and stop the clear-cutting when the persons that he went to school with in Healdsburg are the same persons that are telling him, no, this is called selected cutting. This is different. Don't believe them. Don't look at the pictures. Don't look at the video. Is he, is he able to challenge the very friends he grew up with? People that, are, that he learned to trust? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't seen it yet. So I feel like we're on our own again. Wood? Haven't seen him, period. I've invited him to the United Pulmonations Council many times. He doesn't like to go unless it's on his schedule. But him and I have different paths. You know, he's putting on dress shoes every day. I'm probably putting on some Nikes and hiking boots, you know, different game. So I understand why him and I don't relate. But what I don't understand is how, how, for the life of me, do the three of you not think you should be leading this cause, leading this movement, the adult in the room, taking, you know, like saying, no, this isn't right. This is what we have to do. Instead, you're asking us to beg you. You're asking me to email you, to call you, to send you videos, send you pictures, set dates for you to even come so I can make it nice for you on nice days and provide you lunch even. And now you're going to ignore it to where I have to. We have to organize a rally on your doorsteps because you're not listening to, 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 to send you a petition where we already have over 500. I don't even know. I was talking to Andy, and he was saying he had a whole lot, and that motivated me. I'm like, okay, okay, this is getting even better. Okay, we got a good community organizing, a lot of you, everybody. So I'm excited, but we have to deliver this petition to the front door of them? Man, that's so weird to me. If anybody was to come and tell me and say, hey, this is what's happening in this specific location, I go look at the location. It's not hard. You're driving somewhere, drive there. You're getting out of your car and walking somewhere, walk there. That's simple. And I think it's time for our community to recognize and we're not just environmentalists, which we are. We're not just radicals, which many of us are. We're community. We are the community. We're doing all this just to get their attention, just to say, hey, bro, take a look for yourself. And we can't even get them to do that. They find every reason not to go look with their own eyes. I have to ask myself, why? Is this politics? Is this what local politics are? I don't know. Is there a budget issue here? 
where is this money going? Why? Why don't you care? Why are you ignoring this, avoiding this with all, with everything you got? Avoiding it so much that we have to bring two to 300 people to your front door, front door to give you an, a petition signed by your own voters before you even had, before you even responded back to the chairman, before you even said, hey, I'll go out there and look. Thank you for doing the work. We can't even get them out there. So what do we do? We plan our rallies. We bring attention to what we're doing. They should be embarrassed by now, which I understand. They're probably embarrassed. Many people get embarrassed, but you still have to do what's right. Now the question is, will they be ashamed of themselves? Will the community be ashamed of themselves for not going and looking for themselves? Will this community stand by and allow this? It's clear-cutting. Not, there's, not, there's no words around this. There's no tricky words. Come see it with your eyes. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I put up all the pictures, the videos. You could see it with your own eyes. And then if you don't believe your own eyes, get out there. But let's quit acting like we're so busy we don't have time for our Mother Earth. We don't have time to stop these clear cuttings that are happening. I'm, 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 I'm getting very, very, uh, I don't know. I'm at this path right now. I'm trying to figure out with my own heart. That's why I came out here to spend some time with my brother to take me on these mountains and hikes so I could clear my mind and see what the best route is to stop this logging before April. And I don't know. Part of me, when I hear my mother, it's the, it's the war cry. You know? Like, I hear my mother war cry. When she talks, she's mad. She's hurting. But remember, you took her off the reservation in 1957 so you could build a lake. So, yeah, she has a different mentality, a different personality. You want to know what kind of person that is? They take them off the reservation, give them nothing. Tell them how to raise their family, their children, and their grandparents. But then they're supposed to be the defenders for your own backyard that we do as a community. We destroy we're going to ask her to do that. And then we can't even ask ourselves as community members that are healthy, healthy legs, to get out there and see for yourself and protect it for yourself. I don't know where this community is. My friend, good friend, I asked friends that are involved in this in Ukiah community, and he says, Michael, I'm so happy you're doing what you're doing, brother. But I, and I said, well, do you think we could do it? And he said, it hasn't been done yet. And the community doesn't see what you see. What they see, the majority of the community, is what we've been doing our whole lives, industrializing this area. Why would they stop now? And I don't know. I say, okay, do I have to have that warrior spirit? Is that what this community wants? Do they want me to gather hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousand natives out there? And I have to come to it on a warrior spirit side? Is that what they want? Am I, am, I, am I defending this land from yourselves? What is this? What are we doing? Or do I change the vibe and say, hey, we're all in this together. We're all community. Loggers, non-loggers, Native Americans, non-Native Americans. We're all in this together. 
we have to stop industrializing this land. Think about the vineyards. I'm not anti-vineyards. I drink wine. My dad drinks wine. We all have a good time. But you can't be going through drought after drought knowing you're going to reach your highest drought in 10 years. You can't do all these studies and continue to expand vineyards. Stop. Use your mind. Don't be Just stop. Stop. Moratorium on expansion. You don't have water. You're, you're delivering water to Mendocino right now. Think about that. Think what your priorities are. Think about that. Logging. Logging for what? There's no more money in the state lands. It's just for their own budget for CAL FIRE so they can hire themselves. The money is in the private sector, private lands that's getting already industrialized, and it meets the demand of for, for people building homes. It meets all that demand. That's all false. It's all a cover-up. If you live in a house, you should, be, you should be okay with them cutting down that 150-year-old redwood tree. Stupid. That's, just, that's not even ignorant anymore. That's just dumb. That's the dumbest statement I ever heard. I hear that more often than I hear other good ones. It's just wild to me. So are we in this together? I don't know. I don't see many Ukiah people over there that pretend to be liberal, pretend to act like they're environmental, spiritual even. But yet you don't have the time to protect what you claim is your spirituality, is what your cause is. You don't find the time for that. Well, I call BS on that. I'm building a government. My tribal council is building a government. My community is building a government. And our government includes housing, infrastructure, economic development, all of the above. While we're all out there trying to protect and stop this clear-cutting that's happening. At the same time, they're not busier. you got to make your time. You have to get your priorities straight and ask yourself, like I said, come April 11th, they're going to be clear-cutting again. And at that point, if we lost that Casper 500, we lost that battle. We lost. And now you're going to have the representatives, local community, after the destruction of Casper 500, and they're going to say enough's enough. And then our representatives are going to champion it. And they're going to want to be there because the timing's right. Well, that's what a movement is. Movement's always, not always about timing. It's about shifting that time, shifting that momentum, shifting the direction, doing a 180 sometimes. And that's the game we're in right now. Am I rallying my brothers and sisters to be out here to do, to stop these people because our community didn't get out there? Not enough of our community members got out there because our representatives didn't get out there? Or the 27th and the 28th, are we going to have so many people out there and maybe our representatives out there that we are doing this as a community, that we are doing this together, we're all, we are doing this with harmony, thought, love, sincerity, all of the above. Those are the two actions we could take. We're, we don't know which one to take yet. We just don't know. But we're setting them all up to give us that opportunity. We're, we're trying to do every single thing we can do before April 11th to show this community that you cannot 
clear-cut Casper 500. You just cannot. That's the no game. So we're doing everything we possibly can before it comes to the protest, before it comes, before you have community members, not Native Americans either, before you have community members standing in front of trees saying, no, sorry, enough's enough, and they're willing to let a tree fall on them. Are our senator, is our senator, is our assemblyman, is our congressman so committed to what they're doing that they can't see the commitment that their community is doing? I don't know. I don't know. If we don't get a good showing on 26th and 27th, 28th, Sunday and Monday, that may determine which direction we have to go. If we don't pack that, the, the Alex Plaza, Thomas, the Alex Thomas Plaza, I think that's called, if we don't pack that on March 14th, then we have to change our game plan. If we don't get a movement going over to Sacramento and we don't get at least 1,000 people there, which I believe we will, I thought I wouldn't be doing it, then we have to change our game plan. Now we're intense out there. Now everybody's intense. Now everybody's trying to do what they have to do because nobody else showed up. When, when we needed you, you showed up afterwards. Thank you for showing up, bro. Thank you for showing up, sisters. We appreciate you guys. But when you come afterwards, it's late. We have to win this game before April 11th. And we feel like we've done everything we possibly can to bring as much attention as we can before anything happens in April. So let's just be clear. We have three rallies coming up. I don't even like calling them rallies. I don't like that word. But we have the 27th and 28th, February 27th, 28th, this Sunday, this Monday. We're going to meet at Jug Handle Reserve Parking between 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. We'll leave some extra people there, so if you come late, they'll tell you where to go. We're gonna be, we'll be compiling all our initiatives, getting them ready. March 14th, Alex Thomas Plaza. That's at 3 p.m. If you don't get out there on the 27th, 28th, you're not gonna understand the picture we're, we're trying to share on March 14th, but better, it's better that you're there and not there. March 25th is when we go to the Capitol. And that's when we challenge Secretary Wade Crowfoot, the Secretary of the California Natural Resources Agency. He's the regulatory body. He's the one that comes into the forest and says, hey, you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it according to how we wrote it or the true meaning of it. You need to stop. That's his body. That's that body that does that, the regulatory body. Every government has it. If, if we can't get him out there, then I think we have to protest him because he's not doing his job. And I follow him on social media. And I see him out there claiming to be the environmental savior kind of guy. But yet, when I personally, personally showed him the images of all the clear-cutting, he told all the tribal leaders that were there, and there was many, that we don't see the big picture. And I know, as a businessman, that if you cannot take care of the obvious and you're not doing it right. That big picture you're talking about, you're going to fail. It's not going to come true. And I know this because I've done it wrong many, many times. I've failed many times, and I get back up, and I just struggle through it, but I try not to do it again and again and again because that's become insanity. We have to figure out a way to let Secretary Crowfoot know 
that you are not our environmental warrior that you're supposed to be. So quit pretending. We need to let Senator McGuire, Senator Wood, Congressman Huffman know that they need to write a letter to Secretary Crowfoot saying, hey, investigate this before Casper 500. Investigate it now. Investigate it. No more telling us you don't see the big picture. What a regulatory body person would have said is, hey, thank you for gathering that evidence for me. Where is that location? I want to go out there and see if this is true. And then you go out there and you check and you say, what the heck happened? And then you look at the policy and the procedures and the law to see if they're doing it wrong. Instead, they tell us we don't see the big picture, which tells me they don't see the big picture. Because if you can't take care of the obvious, you're not going to be able to take care of the big picture. That's just not, that just makes no sense at all to even say stuff like that. So it's where we're at. I'm curious to see where callers are, Alicia. I'm putting myself out there. This is what our last formal perspective until the 27th, 28th, until the March 14th rally even. We have one more before the 25th rally, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to keep pushing then too. That's all we could do. That's all we could do. But I'm worried about this community buying in, telling me they can't make it because of this, can't make it because of that. To me, after a while, if you can't make it, I start to think you're lazy. Maybe, maybe it just doesn't interest you enough. And at that point, I start to wonder, ah, are we really even on the same page? Should I be spending my time and energy with you? So I've been cutting a lot of ties and trying to, trying to get more focused and more focused. But uh, here's, the, here's the why, you know. You have a vision. You have a goal. You're looking forward. But now you hit that why in that crossroad, right? Now you can either go right or left, but it still gets you to the far point. It still gets you out there. But you've got to go far to the right or you've got to go far to the left. Which way are you going to go? That's where we're at. Is it going to be community-based to where we let everybody know, hey, we're here, man. We're here. Stop. You know, stop logging. Or is it going to be we have to gear up, we have to get ready and do whatever we have to do to save these Pomo homelands by April 11th? And I, if anybody, like I said, if any of you listening know Senator McGuire personally, no Assemblyman Wood personally, no Huffman personally. Tell them they're missing it. Whoever's in their circle, whoever's at their table, is just as ignorant as them when it comes to this issue because they're not paying attention, and they're going to miss it. And they're going to miss it so bad that they might be, they might be even the anti-people in their own community. And I don't want that. I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure I support the Democrats. You know that's what I am. I'm a Democrat. I support Democrats. That's what I do. Because I know um, Republicans really usually don't align with my political beliefs or even my personal beliefs for the most part. You know, So that's where I'm at. I'm not trying to bring these guys down. I'm trying to say, hey, here's an here's a issue that you need to work on. Here's an issue that needs your attention. I'll do the work for you. We'll do the work for you. We even create groups, websites, everything we can for you. But if you don't want to read, if you don't want to, you know, Google, if you don't want to look up websites, if you don't want to even come out there and see with your own eyes what they're doing in your own forest, what kind of representative are you? I mean, Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter to me at that point. All you are is somebody that's not taking care of one of the biggest issues in our county, which makes me believe that you don't represent us anymore. I don't know. We could either go that right or we could go to the left. That's where we're at as a community. 
But we cannot allow clear-cutting in Casper 500. I'm curious. Let's see if we can open it up. Open sure. Up. We yeah. have about five minutes. So, um, I oh, we went, I went that long? I was just rolling yeah. for a second there? <laughs> for 55 <laughs> minutes I was rolling? Yep. Uh, I was trying to think of what all to say. Maybe we don't need any cause. I was trying to think of how to get it out. But I just feel like I just wanted to be personable and let everybody know, like, this isn't fun and games, man. This is the work that we have to do as a community. So if you truly believe in the environment in Mendocino County, this is the number one. It's your largest state force in California. So don't think there's any other issues out there above this one when it comes to environment. This is the one. This is the one you can win. This isn't a 10-year battle either. This is the one. Get behind it now and you win. If you don't get behind it now, you continue to be a part of the problem, not part of the solution. Well, people can plug in through your new website, right? If Since we don't have time for them to call up, they can make comments and contact you that way. Yeah, so it's pomolandback.com. Um, you could use, I use Facebook for Messenger and Instagram for messages. So if you want to contact me directly, but be you know be more be be, be creative because I get a lot of messages. You know, be thoughtful. Um, <clears throat> so, but most importantly, get us get it out there on the 27th, 28th. You'll understand exactly what I'm saying. You'll get the vibe that I'm speaking of. It'll all come to you. You'll get it. And we're going to have some great singers, some great dancing. I might even get my regalia. It's been, it's been a while since I've been in that regalia. You know, it's not every day. So I might even get in that. I know my brother, Jaime, um, council member from Robinson, he's going to do it. So we're, we're, we're figuring it out. We're working right, hard. That's we 11 to 11.30, Jug Handle, State Reserve Parking Area on Sunday the 27th and on Monday the 28th out on yeah. Highway 1. It's right near yeah. Casper, right? The town of Casper. It's right there. Yes, you could throw a rock at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel good that I got that off my chest. It's been weighing on me a lot. So, listeners, please understand. Even if I get a little bit passionate sometimes, you know, I don't say the words I should be saying, but that's just from the heart, you know. And maybe I'll clean it up and get better at speaking at the next time. So, I appreciate you guys and love you. And Alicia, thank you for everything you do. I appreciate you. You're one of the ones that brought me into this, and you, you know, so continue to stay close to me. I appreciate your friendship. Well, thank you. It's been really, really an honor to be here working the dials and, you know, making sure that you have a microphone. So thanks, Michael. Yeah, it's been good. It's a good journey. It's a healthy journey. It's a loving journey, you know. I just worry about that time. We can't. We run out of time. What happens then? Right. Well, I appreciate you making sure people know about the April 4th and the April 11th deadlines when spotted owl nesting season restrictions end and the logging can begin. Um, that's that's a good thing to make sure that people are aware of out in Casper. Yeah, time is now. All right. Well, Michael Hunter, it's been another great edition of Pomo Perspective. Thank you so much. And we'll have you back on the third Monday of March, just before the Sacramento Capital rally for the global youth strike on March 25th. That'd be perfect. Thank you much. All right. Have yep. a good one. Have a great trip to Tahoe, and we'll see you when you get back. Will do. All right. This is KZYX Pomo Perspective. Thanks for listening.
This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willitson Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.